Welcome to episode 41 of MADE, the podcast about purpose-driven design, making, and manufacturing. Today we're going to play day one of the interviews we did at World Maker Fair. Let's continue the conversation. All right, we're here after the first day of World Maker Fair. I am with always with Ray. How you doing? And Claudia. Hello. So good day of World Maker Fair. It was interesting. It was interesting. Busy right? here. Busy, yeah. yeah. So we are just gonna very quickly play some interviews that we did when we were at World Maker Fair, and then uh, we'll be done with this first episode. Maybe tomorrow we do some more. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I'm here with Tyler and Sean from Philibot. So where are you guys from? Tell us a little bit about where you, first where you come from. Um, We are from Vermont. Nice. And you guys are representing Philibot. Yes. So tell me a little bit about Philibot. What what do you guys do? So uh, Philibot is a desktop extruder. It Mm. makes um, the filament for 3D printers. Our main goal is recycling plastic. So we have all these failed 3D prints and just plastic in general. And uh, we built the machine around being being a closed loop system. So we have a grinder unit, um, the extruder, and a spooler unit. And that whole system creates that closed loop uh, recycling environment for 3D printers. So you can literally put a failed print into the grinder yep. and it'll spit out filament again yep. Yep. and it works for both PLA and yeah, ABS? Uh, PLA, we have a few different versions of mach- uh, machines, our higher ends will work with more polymers so like engineering grades like PEAK, um, ABS, uh, ABS with carbon fiber, really there's a huge nylon. range. Yeah, nylon. Na- nylon even, oh yep. wow. Um, we did get PET, mm-hmm. so soda bottles to work, yeah, yeah. Um, we're still developing that a little bit but we're really excited about that progress so wow. literally being able to take stuff out of the recycling bin. Right. Right. plastic that's you know washed up on a beach wow that's amazing because we've in previous episodes we've talked about uh the precious plastics yeah, which is i love what they're doing yeah it's very interesting yeah but it you know we've had we've looked at how much those machines would cost and those machines are extremely yeah. expensive to make what are, what are you guys looking at as your price point currently um so we have shifted more into the industrial side of things yeah. um a lot of our our companies are buying our systems, plastic companies. Yeah. Um, we are looking to get back into the maker side of things because mm-hmm. um, we, you know, we love the makers. Yeah. Our whole system, I think, uh, is like 2500 The grinder is a more industrial one, so right. that's like 6000 A little expensive for a hobbyist maker, um, but we're looking to get back into the smaller. So you could buy them separately, then you could have yeah. just extruder and you buy chips or right. you could buy pellets, pellets yeah. chips. Um, you could buy uh, people have been using a wood chipper to grind up failed prints and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot to it, and we're really excited to see. Like the precious plastics, really interesting. Right, right, yeah, um, no, and I think that really sparked a a want to be able to do this. Right. So. Are you guys at market right now? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been in business since 2011. Um, we've sold all over. We have over 2,000 systems out in the world. Um, yeah, yeah, from everywhere, from, from everywhere. Yeah, I mean, NASA to Dupont to, wow. to any, you know, all yeah. over China and Australia. That's very cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's really cool to hear from people all over yeah. the world actually, yeah. what they're doing with it. Yeah. yeah, you guys were telling me a little bit of your background on this. You, how did you start this company? <laughs> you know, you met, you mentioned it jokingly that you dropped out of school. Dropped out of school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually like proud of that. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, 
So I, I didn't know about 3D printing. I went into college. It's my first semester. Saw a YouTube video on 3D printing. I was like, holy crap, this is so cool. And uh, jump right in. Jumped right in. We, you know, I went home. It was uh, Christmas break. Two days before Christmas break, I started Kickstarter. Uh, we raised thirty-two thousand dollars. Sold uh, sixty-seven systems. Six of them. Yeah. Um, it was just an idea. It was just an idea. There was nothing, no yeah. prototype or anything. And Kickstarter actually didn't have to have a prototype for right that. At that point. Yeah. yeah. So then, like a year, you know, we 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 got the funding. Three hundred and twenty. Twenty-three uh, percent of our goal raised. We went through. Uh, we finished it. We shipped all the ones we could. Refunded the people we couldn't. Nice. Um, okay. So we did a decent job. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. so this is not only a great product, but it's a great Kickstarter story as well. Yeah. You hear so many horror stories at Kickstarter. This is great to meet two yeah. people that have made it work. I appreciate it. I mean, that. it was hard work, and I'm sure there's a few backers that are like, oh, it took too long, but you know, I think we did the right thing. But you know, that's typical at Kickstarter. Yeah. I funded machines that have never been, <laughs> really? <laughs> never been submitted to me back. So uh, I, yeah, and I didn't get a refund for that. So, right, right. You know, it's it's a gamble you take, but I'm glad to hear you guys made it work. So yeah. that's great. No, it's a great tool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, it's so nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah, well, meet what, you. Tell us the website is. So it's philobot.com. Nice. Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, and you guys are here at Maker Faire, so. Yeah, checking out all the booths, enjoying yeah. the. Do you have a booth here or no? No, we don't. Oh, we don't. No. We're just. We're, we wanted yeah. to participate yeah. this year. Yeah, we just want to see what was up. Right, well, if you guys see the people with the philobot shirt on, yeah. ask them about their product. Yeah, please do. So, yeah, great. Thank you so much, guys. I'm here with Leaf. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about you, Leaf. Well, how old are you? Six, seven. You're seven. Nice. My birthday was August 15th, and we just. Nice. Well, uh, what brings you to World Maker Fair today? Mm, we just like to. Just... You like making? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing you've seen so far? Um, Get a little closer to the microphone. Uh, what I like most is the parachutes. Oh, the parachutes. Where are those at? What zone? What area are they at? Kind of like Kids that section. zone over there. Kids zone. Nice. Okay. So you like the parachutes. What else have you seen? What What else has caught your eye while you've been here? The bowl, oh, yeah, you like that bowl, the the, the bolter. And uh, do you make any stuff yourself? Like, you like making uh, anything? We do sometimes like to make like planes. Oh, nice planes, yeah. My dad sometimes like he's French, he has drone friends, so he. And you help him with all that stuff? Yeah. Nice, nice. Do you do any any making at your school, for example? Um, yes. Yeah. I sometimes. They have like a 3D printer. Oh, they do have a 3D printer at school. Nice, nice. At school you have the 3D printer. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's very cool. That, that they didn't have that when I went to school. Yeah. yeah. So you think you're gonna be making some stuff when you get older? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do when you get older? You don't know yet. You're still trying to decide. Well, hopefully this helps, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> So I'm here with Andrew. Hey Andrew, tell me a little bit about yourself. How old are you? I'm 11. You're 11, okay. And we're here at World Maker Fair. What uh, what brings you to World Maker Fair? Um, well, 
I kind of really love um, robotics and engineering and stuff. Nice. Like, I've been doing programming since I was in third grade. Oh, wow. This is in school? And, and yeah. School you go to? Wow, very cool. Very cool. And uh, what... Uh, what have you seen here so far that's attracted you the most? I'm assuming um, some kind of robotics thing? Yeah, definitely um, the VEX. The VEX, okay. Yeah, I'm I moving up to that this year. Nice, nice, nice. So how many, in, in the time you've been doing since you were three, how, how, how many robots have you made yourself? Um, well, I've actually been in, uh, it was since third grade. The third grade, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, and I've actually made a couple of miniature replicas out of my Legos. Nice, okay. And I haven't actually added any motors or anything to them. That's yet. the next step. You're yeah. You're working up to that. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What else have you seen here at the Maker Fair that's caught your eye? Um, kind of the 3D printing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done any 3D printing yet? Um, I I'm taking a class this year for it. Uh -huh. This is all in school as well. Um, uh, 3D printing's outside of school. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it a camp or a? A camp, sort of. Okay. Very cool. Wow. You got you have more access to stuff that I had when I was little. This is very cool. So what, what do you think this is going to lead you to do? You think you're going to um, get into robotics when you get older? Yeah, or, probably. Yeah? yeah, so you maybe for NASA or something like that? What, what maybe. Yeah, okay, very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and answering a couple of questions. You're welcome. All right, that's fine. All right, so I'm here with Ron, who yeah. also goes as Mr. G. Yep, right? that's yeah. the students call me Mr. G. That's what the students call you. You're the yeah. hip student. You're the hip teacher. Well, I, when they say Mr. Grossinger, I look around uh, for my yeah. dad. Yeah, that's, that's a very long name as well. I know Valcarso is my last name. It's, it's too long to say. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're a teacher here. Where you're here at World Maker Fair with a couple of your students. Yep. Well, you tell me a little bit about what you're, uh, what you're doing in the classroom that has to do with making. And so I started out as an auto shop teacher, but I quickly turned that into... Uh, an electric car conversion shop nice. and also metalwork yeah. so we take the engine out we put an electric motor wow. uh, but we also do bicycles huh? it's you know that's the kind of thing we do nice. and uh, and where are you guys look at here in New York City so York? we're just over the river in New Jersey at a town called West New York west. but it's literally west of the river <laughs> Hudson River it's not in western New York it's, it's by Hoboken and Edgewater and stuff okay. like that. that. That's a bit confusing though. Yeah, I, I know. I have to okay. explain it. Yeah. Nice. How long have you, how long since you made this conversion, how long have you guys been doing this? Oh, uh, well, I've been teaching, this will be my 13th year, which is 13th, like, I can't uh, even believe it. But we did, the first conversion we did was in 09, and we're, we're halfway through two conversions right now. And then in between, we did a veggie diesel car. Oh, uh, which one? Um, we put a we we made a diesel car run on vegetable oil. Oh wow! Yeah, that was fun. Fascinating, actually. Well, it's, the only problem with it is that it works so so well that you wouldn't know. Uh, so what we added was to bring it car shows. We added a fryer in the back, and we actually made French fries well, at, like at, from the car running at car shows. And then we would spill the the wasted oil into the tank and burn it right away. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, so, how do you do the funding for this? Where do you get the cars? Where? How, how does it all? I'm so lucky that the school had an existing auto shop, uh -huh. and when they hired me, um, they had, were flexible with the curriculum. So, I I so took they a gave you the freedom for this. Yeah. yeah. But then, as far as buying the parts, it costs about 12 grand to do the conversion yeah. in '09. But what I did was um, I had taken a class on how to do that in California. And then I brought back all my evidence. And I said, hey, 
do you guys want to do this? They said, how much? And they got a grant to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's very good. Cool. So yeah. you, you have to have a supportive school. You got to be lucky that. to get yeah. support. Yeah. But yeah. If, but I would recommend if someone didn't have the funding, that's no problem. Just do it small scale. You could do a scooter. Because the concepts are the same. It's three things. It's just a, an electric motor, a speed controller, and batteries. And then you just need to have the fabrication skills to make the adapters. Very cool. Now tell me a little bit about the students. Have you seen some of the students that have already graduated? What have they been going on to do? Oh yeah, they, they're making double what I make. I ask yeah. them, I tell them, listen, you owe me like a percentage or something. <laughs> no, they're all doing great. Uh, great. You know, not everyone, you know, like as far as like, if I have a class of 20, mm -hmm. like maybe, you know, three usually like really take to it. Right, right, and the right. rest kind of observe, you know. But um, but all the people that have done it, we stayed friends, we stayed in contact, and um, uh, one of them works at Con Ed, one of them works on a Formula SAE team, which is... Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, for NJIT, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's widespread, but people are doing really well, especially also in the CAD software area. People nice. really got started with that. Nice. Okay, great. What, what, just for my own uh, yeah. curiosity, what make of cars have you converted okay. so far? So the first one was a Volkswagen, um, a rabbit, oh, okay. and so that's the convertible. Nice. But it was from 1990s. Did you ever yeah. see the movie License to Drive? Yes. Okay. So the, that convertible that the girl that Mercedes owned, yes. the girl. Okay. Well, that's the car. That's the car. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. The only reason I did that is because, uh, you know, uh, people in California that taught me, mm -hmm. that's what they did, and it was oh, okay. kind of a cookie cutter thing. It, it yeah. was easy to sort of bring yeah. that right over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I eventually want to buy a, a VW bus, and I want to, I would love to make that's that That's the perfect conversion. conversion. In fact, yeah, if, you, if you look up uh, um, EV West, mm -hmm. is a company in California, Southern California, yeah. they convert Volkswagens all the time. Nice. Okay. And uh, it's a great conversion because you can double the horsepower of that of the VW bus uh -huh. with um, uh, an, like an eight or nine inch uh, AC motor, oh. and you just and you could use used Tesla batteries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get your information. Oh, totally. Keep you, <laughs> keep you no mind problem. To, to get some tips when I still like to do that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much. I, and I got to meet some of the students. Oh, yeah. You got here. Who would? Okay. This is Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's in college for uh, at the at the community college for mechanical. Mecha Manufacturing. Manufacturing. Oh, nice. They got very a great cool. school at Burton Community College in yeah. Paramus. is very underrated, but they've got a whole facility there for manufacturing. Yeah, let me ask you, if anybody wants to sort of see this, do you have a website you yes. can go to? The, the easiest way to get me, if you're on Instagram, it would be um, it would be uh, Mr. G's Workshop. Nice. Okay. But if you yeah, want yeah. to go through the uh, the web, no problem. There's a web page. It's uh, Ron. Grossinger.com. Okay, yeah. great. So but it's probably easier to remember Mr. G's Mr. workshop. workshop. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you on Instagram right no after we're done here. Awesome. And I'll definitely follow. And I love your show. This is cool. I'm glad that you interview teachers. Oh, thank you so much. Thank great. you for thank, thank you. you for being on. All right. Hi. So I'm here with Justin. And uh, you're from Skill Mill NYC? Yeah, yeah. So tell us correct. a little bit about Skill Mill NYC. What, what, what do you guys do there? Yeah, yeah. So Skill Mill NYC, we, uh, we do laser cutting and 3D printing uh, design services and production services. So if you have a file, we can cut it for you or print it for you. Uh, we also do prototyping and um, more of like a, a, a place to make things for you. So Where are you guys located? Exactly? Um, Upper West Side in Manhattan. Oh, okay, nice. 106 in Amsterdam. 
Okay. I, yeah, I'm not okay. as familiar with New York, but I think I, I think I generally know where that is. All right. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, yeah. How long have you guys been in business doing this? Uh, about a year. Okay. About a year and a few months now. And, and yeah. business has been good. You know, I know laser cutting has really started taking off. Like, have you seen an increase? How, how did it how did it go the initial days getting people to to know about you guys? Yeah, the first couple of, you know a couple of months was, was slow. Yeah. And, um, where I mean, we had to renovate the place first. It was an old thrift store, so we had to clean everything and make the place look nice. And then our um, it's okay. We're trying to find people that know we exist. One. Yeah. Um, so that's a little tough getting our like our social media out there and the Facebook and all that stuff out there. And then um, just trying to convince people that they, they, you know, they need a laser cutter or something. So I used to work at a, as a lab tech, so I work with um, some of my old labs, and um, so we also do like prototyping, and making things. So I work with the labs to make things and design stuff for them. Um, so not only laser cutting, but we can actually design stuff to be laser cut for you. So if you have like a sketch on a piece of paper, we can take that paper and make it an actual. It out exactly, exactly. And then you'll do runs of whatever they're making. Like say you make the prototype, here it is, and then they want 200 of them, you'd be able to do that for them as well? Yeah, and if we can't do it, then... So we work with a guy who came in with a 3D model for a, a cake mold. Um, this guy Joe, he, Johnny, I'm sorry, because of his name. But he has this thing that he calls a Charlie Cat. It's this cake mold. Um, he came in with a 3D file. And he needed some kinks worked out, so we were able to 3D print a prototype for him and a flexible filament, something he can use. And we figured out what was wrong with it, and we got the file right, and we got everything right. Um, and then he took that file, and he was able to go to a injection molding factory and make a run of a thousand. So we so can, you, yeah. You're doing both laser cutting and 3D printing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then we also do stuff with like Arduino and circuit board design, and oh, yeah, that's like a full-stop yeah. shop in that sense. Yeah. Our kind of goal is like, if you think it, we can make it. Kind of thing. Now. So you guys work well, they'll people bring you a file or a project and you do it for them or do, can they also come and use the machines? If, yeah, no, cause, so... Because that's more of a makerspace. Yeah, and we, we say we're a makerspace because the, the idea is kind of a new thing, right? So that's what people are most familiar with. We're more of like a space to make things. So we sell a service, not the machine time. And we have a small space, so it's hard to have a membership in such a small space. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Now, um... So you said when you started it was slow, but now you've sort of found quite a quite a bit of business, and you guys are running fairly well. You've got clients, and it's it's going well. No, no. no. Well, no? I mean, the long the short answer is we're still we're still we want more business to come in. Right. Um, fortunately, our, my boss also runs um, an after school company, an after school summer camp program. She's been doing that for about 15 years. Uh, so my boss Godwin Morris, she that's phenomenally successful, and we've been using that to fund Skill Mill. Um, and now we're trying to make Skill Mill into something that can run itself. It's like any new business; it's going to be it takes, slow. It takes a little bit of time. It takes some time. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're here at Maker Fair last year. The word out. Yeah, we'll we'll get some clients and business out of here. And uh, I mean, we're always moving. We're moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, it's a new model, so it's going to take a little bit of time for people to get used to that. Yeah. But you would think in the long run, you'd you'd have a wider base because it's not just the people that know how to do it; it's also the people that know and want to know, yeah. want to want to have something done. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So along with the services, we also sell products. We're working on kits to sell. Nice. Uh, and then we can do like like photo. So we have like like 
uh, photo frames already made that we have designed already. So you can come in with a photo and can engrave that onto the frame and you have a nice gift, you know? Yeah, or you're coming up with a product that, that fit that nice. Yeah. So if somebody's having a wedding, for example, and they want to have like a certain photo put up on, on every table or something, they can pick up this frame, here's the photo, do it for us. Exactly. Nice. Okay. Exactly. That kind of thing we were, we're trying to go to or too, like the one-off uh, wedding gifts or, or you know, Christmas gifts or something, something like that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. do. So I, I can see why it's tough to get out there. You have so many, you, yeah. you've got so many people you're trying to reach. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. Well, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. you guys have a lot of success with this. Thanks, um, man. Tell people what the website is. It's, yeah. It's uh, www.skillmillnyc.com. Nice, nice. All our information is on the site. Uh, we're working on rebuilding it too. So, yeah. and you guys do cool. sewing as well. We, yes, we do workshops and yeah. 3D printing, laser cutting, sewing, Arduino. Uh, we're trying to find more. We're just trying to find staff too that can oh, teach okay. stuff. And what uh, what age are the the classes sort of? Yeah, our, our our age range is usually teens and adults. Uh, it's around nine and ten, all the way up to ninety. You know, it's yeah, very cool. Okay. Yeah, that works. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and telling us about this very cool new uh, type of shop. Uh, no it. problem, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you. Fine. All right. So I'm here with Ellen. Yes, that's it. Hi, Ellen. Uh, yeah, nice hi. to meet you. Um, we are here at Maker Fair, and uh, you are from France. I am. France. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing here from France, uh, and tell us the name of the, the pronunciation of the project, if you will. <laughs> okay, so in French it's Les Machines de Lille, Machine de which is literally the machines of the island. Very cool. Uh, because we are located uh, on the island of our city, uh, Nantes, in France. So uh, we are here with the crew uh, and we have a booth mm -hmm. and we're presenting this urban project um, and the purpose of the project is to um, participate in the revival of the former shipyards of the city. So basically what the company we work with uh, suggested uh, 10 years ago when it all started was to keep building giant machines in those old buildings except that they wouldn't be ships and submarines anymore there would be like a giant elephant and a giant carousel and a giant ant and things like yeah. that is the ant the biggest one you brought with you guys today uh, no the one we brought is actually just a model we used to work on the movements oh, um, not um yeah the movements of the legs oh. of the ant wow. so, so that, that's quite big from here already yeah it it's is... already quite big but yeah. the, the giant one is really really bigger it's like even bigger than a horse, and it can carry five people, oh and God, the people amazing. became become like um, puppeteers, and they can operate the legs and tendons, mandibles, different wow. things from the, so the animal. This is a complex machine we're talking about here. Uh, well, it's complex and not complex at the same time. We try to make them um, like realistic and poetic at the same time, and operable for people uh, without having a PhD. Yeah, we want them to be interactive. So, uh, how many how many machines have you already made, and how many are in the in, in uh, coming up? Yeah, well, for the project of the city of the former shipyard, we have already done the great elephant um, and thirty six machines for the carousel. Wow! So we are up to thirty seven. 
and we want to build another 30 or 35 for the next project, which is uh, a giant tree, and uh, we should be we should be done with it in five years. Wow, amazing! But the company already. Uh, did all the machines, uh, machines meant to travel and do some shows and parades in streets and in different cities. So they have done like a dragon, uh, two giant spiders. Um, they're doing like some uh, minor or something like that right now. And I think they want to do another dragon. And are they traveling anywhere outside of France? Yeah, or, yeah? sure. Yes, yeah. like the dragon uh, was in Ottawa this summer with one of the giant spiders, and uh, it's going to be back in France for the winter. And after that, I don't know where it's going. Somewhere is, else. Can can people if look at? A, is there a schedule anywhere that people can look at to see where they're going to be going? Maybe they can try and make. Ah, uh, it's more or less a surprise. So oh, okay. well, they yeah, well they they can know about it but it's it's not said a very long time right. it's uh, not like a before. traveling schedule per no. se yeah no. okay very you cool. have to be like aware and uh, <laughs> prepared and uh, but we nice. try and keep this like surprising spirit mm-hmm. like nice. it just happens nice. is this the first maker for you guys have brought it to have you been to any uh other well no the team uh, was to the san francisco maker fair okay. and uh, nice. two years ago the uh, conceptors of the project came to the new york maker fair for some conferences Nice. We didn't okay. have a booth at this moment. Booth this moment. is our first maker fair in New York with a booth. Nice, very which cool. Which is quite well, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah people, people should definitely check it out. It's quite a sight. And uh, yeah, so what are, do they have? Is there a website that people can go look at? Sure, there is a website. If you just write Les Machines, L E S and Machines, uh, and not France, you'll find videos and pictures on the website. Great, great. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing this very well, cool project with us. People should check it out. There, you're on also on some three, and uh, yeah, people should check it out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Cheers.